HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hi, this is Sam Ben Ruby from The Grape Nation, and we are live at the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. We are at the Heritage Radio Network teepee doing our teepee talks. It's a cool teepee. It is a cool teepee, yeah. and I have the privilege to stand next to one of the great chefs, certainly of the South, Thomas Marlowe. Thomas is the executive chef at Mimosa Grill. One of those places in Charlotte, North Carolina that you just got to get to, go to, be at, and see and all that. Yes, it's part of the, the growing history of, right. of what Charlotte's becoming. And we're also here, we're here with our sponsor, Springer Mountain Farms, Fresh Chicken. And Thomas behind me has this huge grill, and he's going to talk to us about a preparation. But Thomas, let's talk about you for a second. Yep. So you... You're from New York. I'm from you upstate New York. You made your way down yeah. south. Yeah, in Why 2005. The first time I came down, I, we checked out a culinary school at Johnson & Wales in Charlotte. And uh, Scott, I think it was this time of the year. So I think, what is it, like late February, March? We came down. The sky was blue. The sun was out. It was probably 70 degrees. And uh, I said, I think I'll live here versus Rochester, where there's probably right. still three feet of snow and cold and, you know, right. like... It's just a really cool opportunity to come down to Charlotte, especially because what it was 10 years ago or 15 or 13 years ago to what it is right now is absolutely mind-boggling. So you did school down here? I did. Never turned around and went back? I did not go back. So just quickly, tell me the road to... um to Mimosa. So I have a. You it, were at Mimosa and then you'll I've, tell. I, I started at Mimosa way back when I first moved to Charlotte as a, like a busboy or service assistant <laughs> and uh, kind of worked my way through different ranks and got a chance to travel and do some other, some other work around the, the country. And then I got brought back to Charlotte and uh, worked for the restaurant group that now owns Mimosa right. for the past five years. Right. Um, and you've been executive chef? You've been the head guy yeah, for, for how about long? three and a half, going on three and a half okay. years. Yeah, you like that responsibility? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot to handle over okay. there, but it's a, uh, it's definitely what I'm meant to be doing. All right, so we are at the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. Um, you're joining us, like I said, at the Heritage Radio Network TP. Springer Mountain Farms provided a lot of chicken for you. They did, and yeah. And you are preparing chicken. For us and for all the guests attending the festival. Yeah, lots of people Tell here. me what we're doing here. We're going to turn so, around, and there's this big, huge grill. So we're working on a Sea Island Forge grill. So there's a big fire underneath. There's a gigantic, probably 50 to 80-pound big cast slab. iron slab, slab. Of, of metal. 
And then there's a really cool little uh, maneuvering top. So what we've got on the top is a bunch of pita bread that we've made at Mimosa yesterday. We've, okay. We put so it all in the homemade wood pita. Yeah, we made it, and we, we fired it off in the wood-burning grill at Mimosa yesterday. Okay. It took Andrew and I pretty much a lot longer than we thought it was going to take, but right. it's okay. And then on the chicken... You fi- wait, you figure you'd know by now how much time, but <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, whatever. It's the way that it goes. And then uh, the chicken is uh, marinated in a, a good friend of mine made us a bunch of yogurt. Zach Gadbury, Una Olivolta Cheese Company. He made a bunch of yogurt, and we, uh, we marinated so a the chicken. homemade chi- yogurt? Yeah, he made it for us. Prepared uh, yogurt. Zach makes a lot of mozzarella, ricotta, different cheeses. He also uses, we also use a lot of his cultured butter that we're going to be putting on the oysters tomorrow. So he's tomorrow. an artisanal dairy guy. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty rocking dude. So, so um, the chicken looks to me sort of ground or chopped. I mean, Yeah, what, what it's just been shredded. It's, so it's, it's, it's whole it's, chicken that's shredded. It's Breasts, chicken thigh. Chicken thigh. this chicken thigh that's been marinated. And then uh, right. we grilled it off on the wood-burning grill at Mimosa. Finished it off in the oven, and then we shredded it the next morning. Okay. And the yogurt, thighs tend to be very moist. Yeah. But the yogurt... The yogurt just adds a little bit of complexity to it. Helps break down some of the proteins to make it just a little bit better. And then, um, you know, you can also add a lot of flavor. So in the yogurt, we got serrano chilies, ancho chili pepper, lime. So it's it's highly seasoned. Yeah. So I don't want to get myself in trouble, but you're going to take the chicken... Yep. You're going to put it in the homemade... Pito. So we got a little... And I'm assuming there's like a little special sauce or something? Yeah, we made it from the yogurt that we didn't marinate the chicken with. We made a little serrano chili yogurt. Okay. We put a little uh, carrot slaw with some uh, cilantro and pickled baby bell peppers. Just hopefully lunch kind of. So we're getting... A little bit past lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get off the air soon, and we're going <laughs> to let everybody eat this stuff. There's a lot of people around. Um, but let me ask you something. Springer Mountain Farms makes a natural chicken. Yeah. I mean, talk to me about how important ingredients are and the type of ingredients and natural, local, your access to all of that stuff. Yeah, so we purchase a lot of, a lot of uh, local goods. I mean, a good example is the cheese. Uh, on a bigger scale is obviously the chicken. It's a big staple of what we do at Mimosa. It's a lot on the lunch menu. We do fried chicken at night. Um, and being able to partner with really good farms that really put in a lot of energy to create that partnership. You right. really need to have a partnership with right. the farms that you're ha- like buying from right. because you are so important to their success. And in, you're a all, partner in a way. Exactly. You know, so you have to be able to them. formulate those different types of relationships to be able to bring as much business and much food as we bring in. We got to know where it's coming from, and we got to be able to stand behind it. So that's definitely uh, true and true with Springer. Do you have access to everything you want and need? Produce, meats, all of that stuff. Do you have to go yeah, far, so, or like no, you well, said, I mean, you could support locally? You know, the, you asked me why I kind of came down to Charlotte, but I mean, even in Charlotte, you kind of get these different growing. Well, you answered it. It was for the weather. Yeah, the weather, but also, you know, the weather also has a lot to do with the the different growing seasons that are available. Right. So you're going right. to have farmers that'll be coming out with um, winter crops in the next, you know, if the sun stays out like this, it'll be next week they'll be batting down the doors right, with right, a right. whole different round of things that um, we haven't been able to see for the last couple of months. And then they'll be able to turn that on uh, during summer and then spring, so... You know, they'll start bringing you fall different squashes in the later part of right. the summer because they're going to start putting in Which the ground right now. Which dictates and drives your menu and Absolutely. what you're serving and yeah. how much of it and all that. Every day. Charleston's known for low country cooking. Does Charlotte have a <laughs> title or a moniker or... Charlotte's like the ugly stepsister, you know. <laughs> so is there anything? <laughs> 
Uh, I think we're, we're, you know, we have a really good relationship with a bunch of all the chefs that are in Charlotte. We're really right. trying to band together to kind of grow a good group of people that are that are equally minded, but whether they're artisans or producers or farmers or chefs or restaurateurs or, and really try to bring that together. And, you know, the, the saying in Charlotte is all ships rise. So right. we're a little bit behind, but we're trying to catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this your first Charleston Wine and Food Festival? This is, yes. It is. And based on everybody, I don't know if everyone is standing around because this is such a stimulating, intriguing interview, or they're waiting <laughs> for the food, but both of them are good answers, so. Um, I think that it's actually the grill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It That's is a very intriguing like, grill. It's this teepee. It's a really cool thing. Yeah. We got the best spot in the whole village, so. Yeah. So I'm talking to uh, Thomas Marlowe. Thomas is from Mimosa Grill. Thomas is the executive chef. Um, Thomas is down here as one of the guest chefs at the Culinary Village, and he is preparing um, homemade pitas with yep. spring, Springer Mountain Farms, natural chicken. Right. And it's about time to eat. It is about time to eat. So, Thomas, I want to thank you. Thank you. For taking a few minutes. I know you're busy. I caught you right at setup. So <laughs> yeah. I know you got to kind of catch up and all that. Um, we're anxious to taste everything. And good luck with the restaurant, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Right on. It's been a pleasure right. to talk to you. Thank you to Thomas Marlowe. Thank you to our sponsor, Springer Mountain Farms. They make a delicious, fresh chicken. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do an episode of The Grape Nation. We're going to talk to some Virginia winemakers, and hopefully our friend Eric Asimov's going to stop by. Oh, we just did a dinner with Eric. You did? Yeah, right I know he's in town. Down. I'm just trying yeah, to get him Yeah, he's around here somewhere. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you.